This is the Seattle Podcasters Podcast, and I'm your host, Jason Rigdon. On this episode, we have Ashley from the That's Weird Podcast. How are you today? I'm good. How are you doing? Doing pretty good. We had some technical issues as podcasters trying to get this recorded, but I think we're we're on the right track now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, sorry about that. It's a bummer. No, no. It, it's it's the nature of this, uh, this little uh, adventure thing of podcasting. So could you tell me a little bit about your show? Sure. Uh, so That's Weird is basically just a podcast about all things weird. Um, we talk about cryptids and strange history and UFO sightings, just that kind of stuff, mysteries. Okay. And do you have any kind of special focuses or is it just all kinds of paranormal kind of stuff? Just all kinds of paranormal stuff. <laughs> do you have any rules about what can be included and what can't? Well, I mean, we kind of just go based on if it made you think or say that's weird, then we can talk about it. And how long have you been doing the show? We started in 2016. Oh, wow. Okay. And how many episodes is that? Oh, gosh. I think we just did our 80th episode. We used to be weekly when we started, and then we went to bi-weekly. So that kind of cut down on the amount of episodes, for sure. Are you on a bi-weekly schedule now? We are, yeah. Okay. That is a lot of episodes. You know, people are happy when they get past that eight episode number. You're at 80. Wow. 80, yeah. Yeah. And so what motivated you to start this show? Uh, Well, I've worked in radio for most of my life. And so I kind of always had like ideas for podcasts in the back of my mind. And then I started working with my co-host and we became quickly obsessed, like most people, with my favorite murder and that kind of just like blew my mind that two women were just getting together to talk about, you know, the macabre sort of things that they enjoy, but have never said out loud. And uh, Christy, my co-host and I were like, oh my God, we have to do this. So we should do it with like a paranormal lens, do, you know, weird topics. And we just kind of felt inspired by that. And had you done any podcasts before this one? No, no. But you had, you were involved in radio previously or maybe still now? Yeah, yeah. I've worked in radio since uh, 2008. So then a lot of things probably transfer over from radio to podcasting. Yeah, definitely. Or, you know, I really hoped that they would, but I actually was never a producer of any kind. I always just kind of did on air or social media. And so um, it was it was definitely a learning curve of like, wait, how do we make it sound good? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's always a battle. It's, <laughs> Seriously, as we're learning today, yeah, it's never ending. <laughs> so what have been the biggest challenges of doing this show? Uh, I, just like finding the time. I don't think anyone realizes just how time consuming it is to start a podcast, especially for the people that still do weekly. I envy them. I, I, I mean, it's incredible. But you know, finding these topics and doing the research and, you know, writing out your stories and then setting up and trying to make your audio sound the best and then trying to find listeners and promote your show. I mean, it's a, it's a whole thing. And what do you think have been some of the biggest rewards of doing this show? Have you um, taken on any kind of sponsors or doing Patreon? Yeah, we've got Patreon and we recently started getting sponsors, which is really exciting. Um, and we're just shocked that anyone would even listen to our podcast and like the dumb, weird stuff that we talk about, but, um, it's really cool. It, I mean, it's a very, it's a great show. I mean, there are a bajillion like paranormal kind of out there kind of podcasts, but you know, there's not that many that are, maybe this can be too mean. Good. Your show is really, really good. Very engaging. <laughs> 
Thank you. That's nice of you to say. When when we started, they're really like, I mean, I feel like men had kind of a monopoly on like paranormal podcasts even before 2016, but there really weren't a lot of just like women casually talking about it and like not in a sort of, I don't know what the right word is, like crazy way. Like we're not necessarily believers. We're skeptics at heart. And we just like talking about this stuff. We're not saying like, I believe that it's a ghost or I believe it's an alien or whatever. Um, but now, yeah, there's a ton. And I also appreciate uh, you're not too scary. Um, some of the shows, you know, really play up the frightening aspect of it. You've got a, like a little bit of that edge of like creepy. Like I feel the skin kind of crawl a little bit, but there's some laughs in there too to make it not too weird. <laughs> oh, for sure. We're a comedy slash paranormal podcast and um, we're total scaredy cats. I think we recently went on our first paranormal investigation. It was like during the day and we were with other people. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we, we don't, we don't like to get too scary. I don't even watch scary movies. Like I can't handle it. And where do you host your episodes? We are on anchor. And how do you like them so far? I love them. I've, I was a little cautious at first. They have kind of some, uh, scary terms of service. In fact, I'm really not even certain if they own part of our podcast now, but um, we were on SoundCloud before and that's definitely not the way to go. Um, and so we were trying to get on Spotify and Anchor showed up and they're like, we will push not only your podcast on Spotify, but on all these platforms. And they're the ones that hook us up with sponsors and they promote us a lot. They've, they've been really, really wonderful to us. And why did you want to leave uh, SoundCloud? They're just not a podcasting platform. I used to get, like, I, I don't know, starting podcasting, it's so hard to find, like, where should you host and which is the best host? Like, this information, you have to dig so deep for it. I think it's more readily available now. But in 2016, it really wasn't. And so we were like, we know what SoundCloud is and how to use it. So we'll just do it here. I wish that we would have gone with, like, Libsyn or Podbean, but... Um, what can you do? <laughs> and what kind of microphones do you use for the show? We use uh, Audio Technica. They're like ATR twenty one hundred something like that. They're they're cool in that they come with an XLR cord and a USB cord. Yeah, I, I'm a big fan of that microphone. Now, are you recording face to face or is this remote? We used to record face to face, but my co-host just moved to LA in February. Okay, so what are you using to record um, remotely? We do Google Hangout calls, like where we can see each other and, and talk, and then we each record our audio track separately, and then she sends me her WAV file, and I edit them together and um, you know do all of our post process. And do you ever have guests on the show? We don't. It would be fun, but I mean, at this point especially, it's like, that's not even... I don't even want to deal with learning how to do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Once you've got your kind of system down pat, you're kind of afraid of like tweaking anything. Cause it might break. Exactly. It's like, I'm not going to mess with it. We finally got it to sound like, okay. <laughs> and then what software do you use to edit the show? I use GarageBand, which I feel like is kind of controversial, but I like it. And <laughs> I use um, Adobe audition at work and I would prefer that. And I don't remember why I couldn't do it when we first started. I think I like wasn't willing to pay the money for my own copy of it or something. Um, and I just, I just don't like Audacity. So GarageBand is where I landed. And how long does your uh, post-production probably take? 
Um, a few hours. I would say two to three hours finishing up a one-hour episode. Okay. Do you do a lot of cuts in it, or is it just mostly about just making it sound right? I try to just make it sound right. Um, because we're not in the same room anymore, there can be some like awkward pauses because we're like technically on the phone. Um, and there might be like some echo problems every now and then. So I try to take out that stuff. And I definitely say, uh, and um, too much. And she says like too much. So I have to cut out some of those here and there. <laughs> How was like train changing from going, you know, you were doing the show face to face previously, and then you're doing it remote. Did that change the dynamic at all? No, it's, it's still pretty much the same. It's a little more work for me just trying to make sure that we still sound good, but that's kind of always evolving. When we first started, um, I think, I don't think I edited anything. I just put our intro in and sent it out and that was it. <laughs> so um, it, it keeps evolving. I keep adding more things, uh, more settings, more, you know, compression or processing or normalization. Like I've been messing with things for so long that from our first episode to our 80th, it sounds completely different. And how do you prepare for your episodes? Um, a lot of Wikipedia rabbit holes. I recently went to the library and checked out some weird books <laughs> looking for topics. Uh, just kind of scouring the internet for the best old news articles and um, like Reddit threads, pretty much. And do you kind of like have like Google Docs to collaborate or is it kind of a just kind of a surprise for the other person as to what you're going to be talking about. It's always a surprise. We each pick something and then we tell the other person the topic that we researched and, and research is actually like probably too nice a term for what we do. Um, we don't do deep dives. It's just kind of, Hey, this is a weird thing I learned about and I'm going to tell you about it in my own words. Um, but my co-host is really into conspiracy theories. So she usually leans towards that or like, cults whereas i love cryptids and um you know strange paranormal like sightings and stuff like that so that's usually what i cover and so we've only ever accidentally done the same topic once <laughs> <laughs> and how like the kind of paranormal fandom react to the show you know sometimes they're kind of um they're very serious sometimes yeah a lot of people take that way too seriously and if that's the case they're not going to like our show and that's okay <laughs> uh, but most people have been really nice and some people have even said that they kind of prefer the way that we do it because it's just skeptics talking about these interesting topics um, and you know thinking like oh it would be really fun to believe that that's real but we're not like saying it is or trying to make anyone you know believe a certain thing it's just all just for silly weird fun yeah, it's exploring a topic without kind of like evangelizing for it. Exactly. Like we, there's, we don't have a, a dog in the fight or whatever. We're just talking about it. And do you have any tips for like brand new podcasters or folks that are maybe just thinking about starting a show? Um, I mean, for me, I feel like I wish people would do a little more, as I just said, I don't do research, but do more research for whether or not like what you're doing has already been done. Like what new thing can you bring to the table? Like what makes your podcast stand apart from all the others. Cause there is so many now. So like that originality that everyone has something different to contribute and you just have to kind of find that unique perspective and bring that to the table. But everyone should do it because it's so much fun and you'll find your tribe of like weirdo people and it's the best. 
Yeah, I mean, there really is a problem of people kind of making the same show over and over and over again, and then they get kind of get frustrated with why no one is listening. And it's like, well, you're competing with like you know big time celebrities. Like you have to somehow niche down. Exactly. I mean, there's room for everyone in the podcasting world, but at the same time, if you there's like you know a certain amount of the pie for like whatever topic you're covering um, or whatever you know genre category you fit in, and there's a hundred people doing the same episode on the same thing. Like, yeah, you're not going to get that many listeners probably. And how much time do you think you spend promoting the show? Too much. I'm trying to cut back. I spend way too much time on social media. <laughs> <laughs> My co-host wants me to chill because I, I don't know. I just really, I really, really got into it and love it so much. And so I kind of like burn myself out doing too much. She's like, girl, no one's making you do this. Like just take a day off from Twitter. Like, come on. And have you found any you know, like channels to be more effective for getting new listeners? I found Instagram is like the secret weapon for me because the hashtags actually work. The stories or the stories function um, can work really well. IGTV, we haven't done that yet, but like so many, so few people are using IGTV that I feel like Instagram will promote it more. We've had a lot of people say that's how they found us. And how are you using Instagram to promote your podcast? Lots of crazy weird photos lots of memes um just anything kind of interesting that will if it makes someone laugh or makes them like curious about the topic we're discussing then they might go check out our podcast and do you keep up much with uh podcast industry news um i mean not really i'm trying to think of like i i was excited to see that like spotify bought anchor obviously since we're on anchor um, I'm super excited about the new My Favorite Murder uh, podcast network, Exactly Right, that kind of stuff I follow, but um, probably not anything too broad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, that's what most people seem to say. I'm, I mostly ask the questions because from people who are very um, in the podcasting industry, they think that all the podcasters are following every newsletter, and that's not the case at all. No, I didn't even know there were, like, from who? Who's sending out these newsletters? (laughs) Oh, yeah, there's, like, I think there's, like, a dozen, like, podcast news, daily newsletters that have, like, all the news about, you know, the podcasting space. But I just don't think a lot of podcasters are just too busy with their own lives and, like, making their show. They really don't have enough room to fit all this other stuff in there. I I honestly, I had no idea. We we, um, were in, like, Lady Pod Squad and, like, Potter and Family and those, like, little groups. But um, I don't know. I'll have to sign up for a newsletter, I guess. Well, I like I think it's pod news is the one that I like. They're pretty much to the point. And they also do like a daily like podcast. So if you just add it to your routine, it's like a two minute show. So it's pretty I like that personally. <laughs> do you listen to that many podcasts yourself? I wish I listened to more. I used to drive to Portland every week, um, like back in Portland and Seattle. So I had a lot of time to listen to podcasts. Um, but now that I'm back in Seattle full time, I don't listen to enough. I just have like my top five that I catch up on every week and that's it. So you don't probably do a lot of exploring. Cause my next question is usually like, how do you discover new shows? Usually it's in lady pod squad, like checking out other podcasts in there or podcasts that we do promo swaps with, uh, making sure that I listen to them. So I'm not just like talking out of my ass, recommending a podcast, <laughs> Uh, but that's always nice. The, the like the indie podcast community is is so cool. Everyone kind of like interacting with each other and recommending each other's podcasts. It's awesome. And how have those uh, promo swaps worked out for you? Pretty good, I 
think actually, I mean, I honestly don't <laughs> look at any data for it, but um, it's nice because when someone will like tweet out, you know, the link to a new episode and then they'll tag us because our promo is in there. So then someone's seeing us who follows them and that may not have seen, I don't know. It, I hope it works like nicely for <laughs> both of us. And how can people find your show? You can find That's Weird. Uh, our our website is thatsweird.org. Uh, I think we also have thatsweirdpodcast.com. Uh, we're on Instagram and Twitter at That's Weirdcast. We've got a Facebook group. We're on Patreon. We're on Anchor. We're on Spotify, iTunes, everywhere. That's weird. Well, thank you so much for coming to the show today. Thanks so much for having me. Um, I hope that this is like you know, up to your standards, uh, audio quality wise. I'm excited to hear it.